Hey, Nick. Hey, Micah. How's it going, man? Doing pretty good. How are you doing? Good, good. We're doing our regular Thursday recording on Wednesday. And by that, I mean, like, we yep, say that right. we record on Thursday, but we always record on Wednesday now. And we're just mm-hmm. loving life. Yeah, going pretty good. I'm settling back in university. Michael, what have you been up to? Oh, let's see. This last week has had a bit of fun. What did we get around to? Mm-hmm. I uh, I did a massive network upgrade here at my office, which I yes. really enjoyed. I got to admit, it, you know, it's not normally what uh, pastors go in for, but I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of no. fun. We spent about a day, yeah. well, no, we probably spent about four hours hauling wire through the building. And then <laughs> we spent awesome. about two days putting the network ends on that wire. I've got a massive piece of paper someplace that I printed yeah. out in, paper, <laughs> in color that's like, the white and orange wire goes here. The solid orange wire goes here. <laughs> it's like 12 times, 15 times bigger than the actual yeah. uh, cable end, just so that I can see it. Right. <laughs> anyway, I've taped it up around the building so the next time that we we know, uh, have to make some wires, we know which one we're going with. We're This is the wiring pattern. Yeah, so now Micah has lightning speed Wi-Fi. At my office. My home is still At your like, office only. I was on a phone call today with uh, an internet provider for my house. Uh, yeah. Seeing if they service my area. And they're like, no, we don't. It's like, okay. Who are you with anyway? And I told Ooh. them. And they're like, oh, that guy. <laughs> okay, then. Thanks. Salt Yikes, in the wounds. that reaction. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, you're really out of luck, yeah. aren't you? <laughs> Ow. <laughs> we can't help you, but also, boo. <laughs> yeah, it, Salt in the wounds. It was not the reaction I expected. But anyway, so, you know, for a pastor, no. I've done a lot of tech stuff in the last week. It's been fun. So that's been the Wi-Fi wrap-up for today. Yeah, yeah. We're all... We always talk about it. Why do you think that is? I don't know, because I'm a bit of a tech head, and uh, you put up with me. I'm relatively interested in tech, too. But I think that it's just because we fight with it right up until we hit record. <laughs> or even right now, for instance, your video stopped going almost as soon as we started talking. Yeah, I turned it off because you kept glitching out. Yes, well, I understand So that. I figured I'm maxing out the bandwidth. <laughs> I love this, that I've got plenty of overhead left, and you're maxing out the uh, the university's uh, connection. That's fantastic in my yeah, mind. Now, now that Micah has fixed his Wi-Fi, it's putting more of a burden on my Wi-Fi. So I love it. It's fantastic. Thanks, Micah. Did I mention that you know when I'm at my office, my uh, little docking hub now, it's wired right to the wall. So I don't even have to use Wi-Fi. Really? Yeah. In fact, if I wanted to, Ooh. I could combine the Wi-Fi and the wired for two separate connections. Aggregate huh. the connections. Just, you know, because. That'd be really fast. Yeah, just because you just just the spit in my face when we do this thing. <laughs> because I may need to upload a, a document file in a picosecond. <laughs> but anyway. Right. A, a one megabyte thing on one gigabyte per second Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, aggregated with a 10 gig per second wi- uh, wire connection. 
Right. I, I just need oh, it to go right now. Now, 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 now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it can't wait. It really can't wait. Gunshot speed. <laughs> what? What's so important in this document? That's a Wi-Fi code. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't worry. I just got to send this... Um, message to someone yeah. Kijiji ad reply yeah, yeah exactly yeah anyway all that to be said oh and i finally got a haircut i finally got a haircut i've been uh, bouncing around between hairdressers i thought i was going to go to one spot and then she like accidentally stabbed me too many times uh when your mom looks at you and goes what happened to you you know it's a bad haircut <laughs> Uh, I think we talked about this in the podcast before. Yeah, so then I went to another Someone spot. Someone trying to support, right? Yeah, yeah, and I just, I couldn't take it anymore. I, maybe in a little <laughs> bit when be. she gets her debit card machine fixed or something, I'll go back. But for now, yeah. anyway, I tried to go to another spot, and they're like, sorry, we're booked for the next three weeks. Oof. You know our friend who works that at, sucks. like, the fancy barbershop in uh, Truro? Yes. Yeah, so there's a fancy barbershop here in Somerside. And uh, okay. I was trying to get in there just to, like, have good memories. I don't know. I know a lot of the young adults <laughs> who work in there. Uh, but mm-hmm. anyway, we'll uh, I'll go there some other time. But for today, hmm. my, like, earphones actually fit on my head. <laughs> so, anyway. There you go. That's all you can ask for in life, really. That's been my personal news cruise, Nick. Oh, we wrapped up the... Uh, uh, faith and science series at uh, my youth group last night. It was one of those series that I don't know that it like was desperately urgent for any one person, but is going mm-hmm. to be useful down the line for everybody. Because at some point or another, you have to take your intellect and marry it with your faith. And if you haven't figured out right. how that works yet, then like now's the time to do that. Oh yeah, for sure. That's really awesome. And it was was it received relatively well, or was it just kind of okay? Thanks for the information. Yeah, it was kind of like, a, okay, thanks for the information mixed with you're my really boring science teacher. Why do I have to listen to you? I just feel like I'm in class. You're <laughs> a jerk. My mar- parents made me come. I hate everybody. <laughs> but, oh, my goodness. Yeah. No, there wasn't that bad. But there was a couple of faces that were like, why am I here? There's, right. Uh, a few weeks ago, uh, there was somebody who was like very clearly having a bad day. And any time I said anything, mm-hmm. they'd roll their eyes. Uh, so, like, in my head, I'm I'm thinking to myself, do you know I can see you? Are, are you aware <laughs> that I, like, you're four feet from me and I can see you? <laughs> anyway, they uh, they had to work that one out. So, Yeah. Other than that, that's, the, uh, that's my life. How about yours, well, Nick? You had good. reading week the last time we were talking. You were two times ago. Mm-hmm. You were prepping for your midterms. You felt like they went well. Do you have any results yet? How how did it go for you? Jury's in. I and did do well, which is awesome. The jury foreman stood and up and said, well done. Yeah, they said, great job. Excellent. That's really good. They're like, you win, and you might get to keep your engine scholarships. Wee! <laughs> So that's keep all up I'm the hard for. work. Congratulations, you've won a chance to keep trying hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, so that, that's really sick. I'm very pleased with that. That's excellent. I'm very glad to hear that for you, Nick. Very glad indeed. Thank you. So, anything else in the personal news cruise that we should uh, touch base on, just in the catch up? 
Um, no, I don't think so. I think we're all caught up. I haven't really been doing anything, just studying, <laughs> trying to find work still. So I was telling you just before we got started, this is going to link multiple realms of our life in just one second. Mm-hmm. I was telling you just before we got started that this new Wi-Fi network, the whole new network management system, I can like pull up individual devices and see how much data they've used and that kind of thing. So the mm-hmm. only one I do that for is like my devices because I don't really want to know where other people, like what they're up to. So right. I pull up my laptop and it is by far in a way the most data hungry device on the network. And it's because I keep YouTube playing in the background, right? One of the videos that YouTube just randomly rolled through was Shawshank. All of a sudden, I'm watching Shawshank videos, videos? like movie clips. Uh, I just started pulling up Shawshank movie clips as it, you know, because YouTube just auto advances and I let it roll. I came back from a meeting and here's Shawshank playing on the laptop. So tying back to like the personal connections, the early days of our podcast, right. you know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> the glory days. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, there's a, uh, a quick catch up for you. There you go. All right. So question, our question for today is as per request from last week, health and wealth gospel as Christians. Yeah, and what does that mean and all kinds of stuff, right? So last yeah, week what, we were talking what do about... We do about it? Yeah, last week we were talking about politics and why amongst evangelicals it seems to create so much passion. And one of my examples was that a bunch of my evangelical brethren who would normally be uh, just like rabid angry at the health and wealth gospel because somebody was politically aligned with them... Uh, they just kind of gave them a pass and said, oh, yeah, no, their new book's mm-hmm. fantastic. You should go buy it and that kind of stuff, <laughs> which, eh, yeah, whatever. Um, so it caused me to ask the question, hey, what is the health and wealth gospel and why do traditional mm-hmm. evangelicals get so upset about it? So, Nick, mm-hmm. what do you know about the health and wealth gospel? So I know that... What it is, is it's the idea that um, if you donate money to these mega churches or whatever, or these televangelists, you're going to, the idea is you'll reap health and um, good fortune from that. And they just keep repeating the idea that um, if you sow this, you will get this. And then they come up with, a lot of the times, with especially televangelists, they'll come up with these super broad things. Like, there's someone with a neurological condition. And if you just, um, whatever, show your faith in the way of giving me money, that is going to be healed. Yeah. Which is super predatory because I think, like, there's a very large chunk of the population that has a neurological issue in general um, and uh, also lining their pockets with money is unrelated to whether or not God is going to f- fix specific problems 
Yeah, so their theological underpinning, the way that they would approach life, you tapped into both of the things we wanted to raise. Uh, their theological mm-hmm. underpinning would be, hey, if God is good, he wants good things for you. And so, mm-hmm. you know, if he is the master of all, and, you know, as scripture says, the mountains and the thousand hills and all the flocks are his, then he's got unlimited mm-hmm. resources and he wants good things for you. But, you know, God's uh, economy is one of faith and you just need to demonstrate your faith so that God can pour a blessing out on you because he's a loving father who wants good things for you. Uh, mm-hmm. Which you can kind of see why that, from a certain spiritual theological perspective, makes sense. Um, you know, if you if you mm-hmm. want to follow God, then you need to operate within you know spiritual principles, which actually isn't something that I would inherently disagree with. Although uh, the extrapolation is wrong. I mean, it was just last week, I think, when we were recording that we talked about, you know, we need to, if we're going to be followers of Jesus, we need to live with a kingdom mentality, not about who Mm -hmm. is our political leader, but who is our spiritual leader. Right. So, I mean, we are in agreement that far, and we would be in agreement that, hey, God does want good things for you. That is what scripture says. Uh, Yeah, of course. That God actually, yes, no, God does love you. Um, Mm. I think where we would normally break down in our agreement is that we would disagree what good is. You know, the good that God wants for us is on a eternal scale, not on Mm. a fiscal or temporary scale. But Mm -hmm. that's really hard to say to somebody who, like, has poured a lot of money. Well, not only that, but is going through something really hard in the moment, right? Like if uh, you and I talked once about like how do you help somebody work through the question of why does God let bad things happen to good people? Um, Mm -hmm. And I said, well, there's two things. One, the answer, the, the truest answer you don't give in the moment where you're going through the hardship because it's just rude. Uh, mm-hmm. When you're going through the hardship, God's response is to send people that love and care for you. Like that's right. Um, but like the truest answer is simply like this on an eternal scale. Like this is going to work out. But when your kid is sick mm-hmm. in the moment, that doesn't sound right. Uh when you say God does love you, he's just respecting other people's choices. Like that doesn't explain why God let a drunk driver come hurtling down the road. Uh, right. when you're still processing that pain, like there's a lot of things that like we're asking an emotional question when we ask that, why does bad things happen to good people? Mm-hmm. Uh, and expecting an intellectual answer, but actually what we need is a mm-hmm. relational, spiritual, emotional answer. Yeah, and the health and wealth gospel it kind of it short circuits that it it somehow seems to th- communicate that no what really does matter is what kind of car you drive. Uh, mm-hmm. What really does matter is what kind of house you live in, or how many private jets you have, or how many private islands you own. What really does right. matter is your societal standing and where you are in social circles. Mm-hmm. And God wants good things. He wants you to be very popular. So just 
show your faith right. by giving money. And as you say, that is... And then it's kind of like, if he loves you, he'll bless you or whatever. Yeah, but... Or if you do enough, he'll bless you. But as you say, it's incredibly exploitive because mm-hmm. when you're in a situation where you're dealing with depression or when you're uh, really feeling on the outs and you want to be, you know, in a social environment where people like you or when you are really dealing with financial pressures or where your kid is sick, you will do almost anything to fix that problem, right? It. Mm-hmm. Uh, the doctors say my kid's gonna die. This guy says, "Give him a thousand bucks. My kid might leave, live. I'll give him a thousand bucks every time, mm-hmm. right? Like I'll grab it, hope every single time. But what mm. winds up happening is that people who can't afford that thousand dollars get exploited, and mm-hmm. it's right. it's phenomenally abusive. Uh, yeah, it is. And yet at the same time, like God still brings people to salvation through. Uh, hearing about the good news of Jesus at health and wealth gospel churches. Mm-hmm. And sometimes right. God does let good things happen to people. <laughs> mm-hmm. He is a loving God who wants good things to happen. So while mm-hmm. it's fantastically exploitive and almost invariably the people at the top of the organization get these massive paychecks, which is mm-hmm. completely counterintuitive to how scripture suggests life should work. <laughs> right. Uh, going around with like private jets and whatever yeah yeah you know instead of being the rabbi who takes off his clothes wraps himself in a towel and washes manure off people's feet Mm -hmm. right like we we are in agreement with our friends in the health and wealth wealth gospel movement to a certain extent but then there's this moment where they go in a direction that I just I can't agree with like it Look, I, I no. would like to drive a, a brand new car as much as the next person, but I can't help but notice right. that Jesus hung on a cross and it didn't mm-hmm. have fine Corinthian leather padding. Like, I just, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I'm being a smart aleck, but you get what I'm saying. Right. Yep. And so as Christians, we need to be very, very careful. As followers of Jesus, we need to be careful of situations where world values somehow get adopted into kingdom values. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most annoying books I ever read uh, was called Brothers, We Are Not Professionals. And while mm-hmm. I disagree with a fair chunk of it, the the concept is still true that he, his argument was pastors don't get so high up on yourself thinking that you're some kind of professional, like, respect me like a lawyer in the worldly system. No, like, no, you are... Mm-hmm a slave of the king don't think of yourself more highly than you ought right uh, so anyway that's the sorry <laughs> I'm still going at it but mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying yeah uh, I think that um, where it actually starts to get malicious to a certain extent would be where and especially exploitative would be um, people with um, for instance, like cancers who will stop their medication and pour all, especially in the States where you have to pay for your health care. And then they'll yeah. pour all of that money into these people who are like, um, if God wills, I have a private jet, then I shall have it. Donate to this number. 
if you truly believe yeah. and want to sh- sow your faith or whatever they say. Yeah, you got and it. And that's really, really upsetting and incredibly malicious um, and just incredibly hurtful. And it's very difficult to um, sit and watch it happen. But I think a lot of people who aren't in it see through it. But it's hard to see through it when you've already invested all this money in it and you're so, yeah. and especially when you tie it so close to your salvation, really, and to the, all these good things, like you said, if if um, X amount of money could save my family, someone in my family who was sick, like, you would take it. Like, you would pay it. Gladly. If you yeah. believed that it would. So, that's, it's it's a lot. It's very difficult. Yeah, and one of the things that uh, in your nursing degree you're probably going to cover at some point is uh, needlessly aggressive treatment. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the reality that we would, in in desperate situations, every one of us would go for heroic options uh, intervention options mm-hmm. that we normally wouldn't like because right. of the circumstance that we're in. And that's a, yeah. uh, that's a difficult thing. And I don't want to disrespect anybody who's gone through that kind of thing. And I do want to take to task people who prey on people that are in that situation. Yes, absolutely. So with that being said, Nick, Mm-hmm. I don't know what we're going to talk about next week, but take us to the news cruise. All right. I got a couple in the news cruise. Um, I think the last thing to say about that is uh, don't support the health and wealth gospel for obvious reasons. Yes. They don't need an airplane, and God doesn't need your money to love you. And God doesn't understand that you love him more because you give him money. Right, and he doesn't get the money either, so it's not like you're putting it into the Jesus Trust Fund. You're just throwing it at a guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sometime when we right. got more time, we should talk about the difference between like ties, offerings, and health and wealth gospel because those things it could be really easily tied together. Mm-hmm. Let me put that in the the chat so we remember for next week. Hey, there we go. So if we don't support the health and wealth gospel, Micah, why do we take an offering up at your church? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. It is a very good question. I think. And I think it's one that a lot of people find very difficult. Yep. So we'll we'll chat about that. Mm-hmm. All right. All now, right. So news crews. One sec. Let me pull this back up. Okay. Should we save the federal election for the end of the news crews for just random comments at that point? Um. Yeah. I don't really have a lot to say about it, but yes. Sounds deal. good. All right, here's what I got. All-female spacewalk. Hey, hey, That's pretty cool. Finally. Finally. It's been a long time. Do you remember uh, that they tried to do this earlier? I do. Okay. But I vague, so vaguely. There is something about that that I find very weird. I just... that That's... As we talk about the news crews, let's just pause for a second here. They tried mm-hmm. to do the all-female spacewalk earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had to cancel it at like I don't know, the, not the last minute, but like the day before the spacewalk, mm-hmm. because they finally realized that they did not have enough spacesuits 
for like two oh, medium yeah. sized spacesuits, two two women sized right. spacesuits. This is NASA. Yeah. Like, hey, right? Come on now. How did you miss? What that? if something had happened? Like seriously, how did you miss? Like this is like they've got yeah. protocols for how to open toothpaste. They plan right. for all of this. They've got protocols yeah. for how to open toothpaste in every extingency that you can think of. How did they miss the... Right. You know, we should really check the sizes on the inventory. <laughs> huh. <laughs> like, anyway, so finally oh they goodness. flew a second medium-sized spacesuit up to the station, and there was two females who went out on the spacewalk. Mm-hmm. Good old... So that's great. That should have happened a lot sooner. Totally. Again, the wheels of progress grind slow in towards success, as they all say. I thought that was more about justice, but I'll take it. I'll I'll take it. Or towards justice, sorry. The wheels of progress grind slow to justice. What I say, success? I have no idea. I thought it was the wheels of justice grind slowly, but oh, so fine. I I don't know the saying about the wheels. Probably. Probably. You're probably right. Um, all right. What else do we got here? Um, just Syria is the disaster again. That's really upsetting. Oh, yeah. It's a... Uh, People are dying that don't have to die even more than there were before. Yeah. So, not good. Still don't need to kill these people. Mm-mm, still. And I hate... Yeah, no one... I hate how... Uh, lightly, I just said that. Yeah. I I don't like the fact that I was able to just say that knowing that somebody's dying. I, uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 it's not good. Not good. All right. Let's cruise on by that one solemnly and in low gear. Yep. Um... All right, Jewel is ending flavored pods. I think Jewel is ending. Don't take your stock tips yeah, from us, as we said before, but yeah. Finally. Don't invest in Jewel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, and then do you have any before we go into the election? Uh, I had the election, uh, and mm-hmm. I was trying to remember which other one I had while you were talking, but I left it in the recesses of my memory. So okay, let us talk briefly about the election. Did you stay up to watch it? What did you do? So I did something that I thought was going to be great because of the last election and how it went. I went to bed at 8.30 and set an alarm for 11.30. And it was all over. And it was over. Yep. Um, I don't know what to say about it. So how are um, you personally just, feeling about it? You know, I think that a majority isn't really great for the country just whoever was the majority would have been the majority yep for a lot of reasons but um it's hard when i look at the numbers too um because it's weird that the popular and i know this is the argument every election but the popular vote was not even the minority <laughs> what do you mean by that tell me more government um, 
like the conservatives had significantly more people voting for uh-huh. them, and the NDP had almost as many. I think something like that. Well, you begin to understand why uh, Trudeau didn't want uh, to change the electoral system. All right, like he gave up right. on that promise. Yeah, so there's that, but also even in smaller races, like the Green Party had almost as many votes as the Bloc Québécois, and they have 26 less seats. Yep. So that's another thing. And the Bloc Québécois is now the most, I believe it's the biggest party in Quebec again. Oh, I think so. I'd imagine so. Big enough to potentially have another referendum, which is very upsetting. Well, not only that, but uh, the more that I listen to the news, the more I hear about how angry Western Canada is and how they want to leave. Or there's there's more and more conversation about them leaving the Confederacy. Right. So it was a very divisive election. Uh, We could see that in how it was run. I think it was... Mm, I think you I think we've talked about this that it was incredibly irresponsible for our, our political figures yeah. to run the you know sheer is a monster Trudeau is a playboy campaign um, right like that's a what is that mm. like how's that supposed to work after the election like mm-hmm. how's it? it was very self-serving very um non-noble uh, mm. As I listened to the acceptance and concession speeches after the election, uh, mm. or after the results, like it drove me crazy. You listen to them, right. you think everybody won. I think one of the political commentators said, "Oh, everybody won." Like even Maxine Bernier, who like <laughs> di- whose new party not only didn't get a single seat, but he lost his seat. Uh, right. Kind of described it as victory. And how, yeah. like, none of them are willing to learn anything. Like, I just drives me bonkers. Mm. You know, Trudeau's talking yeah. about, hey, I have a clear mandate to govern. And, like, the results are the opposite of that. Like, this whole Trump thing of just saying the opposite of reality so that, mm. you know, say it so many times that people actually believe you, uh, that's sick and disgusting mm-hmm. to me. And I, I just, I don't have... Right. enough space left over in my hypocrisy portion of my life for that. I just, mm-hmm. I'm dealing with enough of it in my own and other people's. And, I, mm. and this election I find was so like, um, that people's views were completely detached from their political views. It was just who is being real or who is whatever. What is the best of the worst yeah. that could happen? Yeah. So, yeah, that's never a good state to have a country in. Everybody, it seemed, was in the mood to fight rather than build the country. Mm. And right. they were all hoping that they could win by being the most difficult. Mm. Or something. Like, I, I'm struggling to find the right mm-hmm. words, but you get what I'm trying to say. And that, yeah. that just doesn't work. Like, you can't. You can't lead a nation that way like ours by mm-hmm. having the divisive uh, style of politics out of the states. Just because you've been mm-hmm. watching CNN or Fox News for the last four years right. doesn't mean you should act that way. Mm. Anyway, sorry, I'm on a bit of a rant again. 
No, I agree. And it's this is, by the way, me talking about whatever party is completely separate from my political views. Me saying that, oh, it's unfair that conservatives, whatever. That has nothing to do with my political views. Just things are unfair and things are dumb. Yep. And things are, like, I don't think anyone, I don't think the country won this election. No. The, uh, you know, if the CBC pundit, you know, if their tweet was, hey, everybody wins, then my tweet would be, unless you're not a political leader. Like, everybody else lost. Right. <laughs> like, right. Everybody yeah, wins exactly. if you're a political leader. Other than that, everybody lost. Like, I just. Yeah. Ah, sorry. <laughs> so on that bombshell. It's time to go. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I have to leave. All right, Nick. It's been good talking with you. I'm enjoying our regular weekly check-ins. Yes, of course. It's been great. Have a Thank great week. Thank you for listening. Thanks for talking to me, Micah. Uh, Ooh, we'll t- sorry, have a great week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To everybody, thanks. We'll uh, talk with you soon. Email any comments since we've you know been on politics stuff to either Micah mm-hmm. or Nick at twoguyspod.ca. And uh, Mm -hmm. we'll talk sometime. All right. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday.